Hello, everyone, and welcome to Daily Devotions. Uh, this Thursday, I'm Pastor Eric Thone here at South Canyon Lutheran Church in Rapid City, South Dakota. This week for our devotions, we have been discussing the return of Christ and the final judgment, some sticky texts and, and challenges, and uh, perhaps a subject matter that we don't tend to uh, think about very much, but... Uh, the question I posed at the beginning of the week was, what difference does it make? Uh, and how do we perhaps live differently here and now based upon what we think is going to happen in the end, what we believe is going to happen in, in the end? Um, and all of these texts that we've been looking at, we started in First Thessalonians in the last couple days. We've been looking at this extended sermon through chapters 24 and 25 in the Gospel of Matthew. Um, they all intend to impress a urgency um, upon us that we do pay attention and we do think about um, the eternal consequences of the way that we live here and now because the text certainly believes that it does matter um, how we're, we're living here and now and our beliefs about the end does affect the way that we live uh, here and now which is ultimately I think the aim of all of these these texts to um, really help us to just live faithfully to encourage us to live faithfully. And uh, I've talked a little bit about some of the challenges with these texts, some of the uncomfortable things with these texts, some of the warnings and the graphic judgments at the end of them. But I want to end this week by just highlighting the hope and promise in these texts. Because yes, there is this judgment uh, piece, but ultimately these judgments are meant to be hopeful. Their promises that Christ will, will return and bring peace and injustice to God's faithful people. And so I want to end by highlighting that in all of these texts. And so I'm going to start here uh, in chapter 24. Uh, the first parable that we looked at was the parable of the faithful and unfaithful or wise and foolish slave. And there's the harsh judgment at the end, but if we also look at verse 47, we hear, Truly I tell you, he will put that one, the wise servant who's cared for the master's possession, he will put that one um, in charge of all of his possessions. If we jump ahead to chapter 25 and we have the parable of the bridesmaids that we also talked about yesterday, in talking about the uh, wise bridesmaids in verse 22, those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet. And this wedding banquet is an image that we hear um, again and again uh, in the Old Testament. Then Jesus uses it the new, but it is this image of eternal joy and celebration um, where every tear is wiped away, where we celebrate in the presence of God, um, where all of the nations are, are reconciled. Um, so this image of coming together and being part of this great banquet is a hugely biblical one, um, and it is one of the peak images of um of, of the final joy that is promised to us. If we jump ahead into another one, we've got the parable of the talents. And yes, at the end, there is again a warning, but the first two servants that are faithful and caring for what the master has entrusted to them, both hear these words, well done, good and trustworthy servant. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. 
joy. That's where we're moving towards. In the final parable, the judgment of the sheep and the goats in chapter 25. Uh, again, has that judgment of the goats, but before that, we hear, then the king will say to those at his right hand, come, you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Come, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Again, here's this ending in the kingdom of heaven with God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. There is a warning as part of these texts, but there is also hope and promise. It is meant to encourage us to live faithfully in the here and now, trusting that we will, in the end, rest with the Lord our God, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Let us hold that hope out in front of us as a hope for the future, but a hope also that can help us endure today and to live faithfully, following the one who has made those promises here and now. Let's pray. Gracious God, we look forward to your promises. We trust your promises that the kingdom, the rewards that you have before us um, are real and worth waiting for. And we pray that in the waiting, you would help us to endure. Endure the difficulties, the trials that we all face. And to help us live faithfully in the meantime. Particularly caring for our neighbors, especially those in need. And maintaining our relationship with you. Faithfully looking towards you, praising and worshiping you. In times of trial and as also in times of joy. We anticipate your kingdom coming and our final rest in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I thank you for sticking with me these uh, this week as we've um, considered these questions of Christ's return and um, the final judgment. And I hope, I hope that we have ended on a hopeful and encouraging note today that um, the final judgment is a judgment but also a promise that Christ has set before us. Let us live in hopeful anticipation and expectation of that promise. God bless you all.